We give you the latest news as it breaks all around the world of football. From the Nigerian Professional Football League to the English Premier League to the Spanish La Liga. The French Liga. And the Italian Serie A. We are football forward.net. Hello guys, welcome to another episode of Football 411. As usual, I'm here with my guys and um, somebody is somewhere sweeping the Emirates right now. Hey guys, what's going on today, ID? Yeah, I'm good, I'm good, it's good to be back. I'm good, John. Uh, how have you guys been? It's been a while. Are you guys ready for the new season? Well, <laughs> I'm not ready to wear ready. <laughs> well, every, you you guys looks like, uh, looks like you guys are the most ready. Bashing uh, people six zero. See, for uh, Gabriel Jesus. See, uh, I've been Jesus. I've been, Mohammed. Uh, come I've, on. I've been I'm so experienced. You know, I'm so experienced to the point that you know all these sort of it doesn't really it doesn't really say anything to me. We've been here before. Uh, we've gone to uh, like uh, I was it 2000. I can't remember the date now. You know where we had 100% you know precision record. We came and we were getting beats left and right. So you know it doesn't mean anything. But you know there are just a few takeaways that you know you try to look out for. You know to see what you've improved on. And um, yeah, a few things exciting, but the result doesn't really mean anything. It's only precision. Uh, I, don't, I wouldn't really say it doesn't mean anything. It looks like uh, you know building blocks towards. <laughs> Um, in your season, especially you know, you guys are starting at uh, Sellers Park away to uh, Crystal Palace on Friday. Looks like it's gonna be a very good uh, test for the young guys. Yeah, it, it really is going to be because um, you know, we've uh, you know, going by last season, you know, we got smacked, you know, slapped around three zero last time. So not even Brentford by uh, Crystal Palace, the same Crystal Palace, and them um, they played us off the park. <laughs> So it's going yeah. to be it's going to be interesting to see you know how um, the adjustments we're going to make mentally you know when faced against them you know uh, against them yeah against them against them Crystal Palace and um, the only um, thing I could say like we may have as an advantage right now is um, the level of um, preparedness when it comes to their precision um, I understand that um, you know the likes of Zaha is a I think Olise couldn't really travel to Australia because um, of the COVID restrictions and all of that. I don't think they've um, had their full vaccinations or something like that. So, and um, so their fitness level at the moment is not probably up to speed. So we could probably use that as an advantage. But then again, it's saying nothing really. So all that matters is you know what we do come uh, next week Friday. So we'll see. All right, we'll see. Considering you guys got uh, got a black eye opening day last season against Brentford. Let's see. Yeah, yeah, uh, you don't have to remind me. It's still it's still hot. Still <laughs> hot. You are, know, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see how the guys are mentally ready uh this season. Uh yeah. And yeah. considering the way last season ended um against teams like Newcastle and that where the team just uh, just didn't turn up mentally. Well mm-hmm. fingers crossed. Hoping for the best. All right, exactly. guys. So, uh, let's just start on the home front and let's look at some Niger guys uh, who made uh, moves uh, this off season. 
And uh, so, guys, just looking at the guys that moved, Aribo, Awoniyi, Basti, and, and the others, um, looking at these guys um, in their new um, environment, new teams, new league in some cases, um, starting with your ID, what are you looking uh, forward to for this guy, any of these guys uh, in particular? Do you see them having a breakthrough season or do you just see them adapting uh, to the to the new environment? Uh, maybe we'll pick that up from January. Uh, do you see any one of them eating the ground running? What do you think, Heidi? Well, um, for our players, you know, especially in the Premier League, you know, where most of our focus will probably be for the incoming season. Um, for the ones that moved anyway, I think the the top two on my list will probably be um, Joe Aribo and um, Taiwa Winnie. And, um, you know, I think Aribo is going to get a start come next week when the season starts fully. And he's going to be putting the hole behind the striker. So I like to see, you know, his link up play and if he can get assists or goals. Because that's where he's known he was known for, you know, Rangers. And for Taiwa Winnie, you know, we know his pedigree coming into the league, you know, having had a fantastic season with him Union Berlin last season. So um, you know, I just want to see if he can continue that transition into the Premier League because everybody's always saying um, that the league is difficult, you know, we have to get acclimatized and all that. But uh, I think the kind of club is at Nottingham Forest, you know, his game is kind of tailor-made for them. You know, they just have to, you know, probably learn and and get used to the way he plays. He's a big physical guy. He's a strong guy, you know. He's relatively, you know, PC. He's not particularly fast and all that. But he's strong forward, you know, he's a combative forward and, you know, he'll probably get goals. So I just want to see his first five to ten games. Let's see how he... You know, bets into the league, and you know, from there we can make, you know, for that comment after watching play. But for the other ones, you know, that are just you know where they are, and we're hearing, um, Ademar Lupon might probably sign for Atlanta. You know, that might be completed before next week. You know, he's back at them. RB likes um, Leipzig after his loan spell uh, with Leicester. So um, I'm looking forward to see. If that deal would go through because Atlanta is actually a good team to play. You know, we'll probably team up the likes of Zapata, you know, and then Muriel. So let's see how that would go. So those are the ones I'm looking out for, you know, going into this season. Okay. Awuni, Aribo, and depending Adamola Lopombo. All right, Jide, what about you? Anybody in, uh, out of out of England? Well, I think the only person I would like to add to the list, you know, to add this list would be Nathan Bassey. Um, I personally, for one, I really love the move he made to Ajax. Yes, um, I feel like, you know, he's still, you know, um, there is quite a lot of talent in there. and um, But he's still not at the level where, you know, he can ruffle shoulders with the best in the world. And um, he's going to a place where... You know, he can continue his developments, you know, being a, a little bit, you know, he's advanced, you know, in career, but he's still a bit under the radar. And um, 
is going to be is going to be in good hands because we know that um, Ajax, you know, that's what they are good at. They like to, you know, they get the best out of you and um, and also at the same time while doing that, still be competitive. So um, that really really makes a lot of sense for me, and uh, it will be very interesting to see. And you know, from um, his rise to fame has been really 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 quick um, because he had his first full season last year, you know, and. Um, and um, you know, it's starting to slowly, it's slowly, you know, becoming one of uh, my favorite um, Super Eagles players at the moment. And um, yeah, so I just expect him to, you know, to continue um, his meteoric rise in the Netherlands. So it's one I'll keep an eye on for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, the good thing with uh, I told me that's one like one of the best moves I've seen from a Super Eagles player in a long time. Yeah, we know and for I good have, money as well. For I think 20, yeah, 20. Wow. 20.5 million um, euros. So 20, that's a lot of 20, money for a CB for a centre back. Yeah. So um, not really particular about the cost of the transfer, but I mean mm-hmm. uh, the economic value. But you, we we know Ajax is not the, uh, the richest club. They won't put you on high wages because basically mm-hmm. they can't afford it. But it gives you an opportunity to grow as a player. It gives you and let's assume in uh, straight terms it blows at Ajax. We know top teams around the world would come for him in two, three, four years, depending on how he performs. So uh, in terms of in footballing terms, I think this is one of the best moves I've seen from a Super Eagles player in recent time. Uh, knowing usually they are usually moving from uh, England, um, Spain, down to Turkey, down to obscurity then exactly. for you know you stop hearing from them but exactly. this is one this is one move i'm i was really really excited about and i wish him uh the best because yeah with uh the loss of alessandro um, martinez he has a place to slot in um at the back left-footed left-sided uh part of uh, the defense and everything looks uh set for him to um Really, really, really uh, do well. We, we wish him all the best. Uh, yes, with uh, Yes, and the good thing is, you know, with him, you know, he's gone to a place that um, Ajax have great vendors when it comes to marketing their players. You know, so yeah, you get so if he has a very good, all he needs to do is put in that work, have a very plus, good season, and plus, plus in the he next gets to play in Champions League, Champions League on a daily basis. So that's that's also yes, improves. Champions- it yeah. increases his stock as well. So, so it's it's there's so many uh, slam dunk for me, slam dunk for me. You know, it's a very very great decision. I have to give his agents and himself, you know, a clap, you know, a pat on the back, you know, for 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 a job well done on this one. Uh, job well done. All right. So, um, so outside, okay, we've talked about Balsi, we've talked about Aribo. Yeah, that's one guy I really, really, really. Oops, he sets uh, the Premier League on fire when he uh, gets to play. And Awuni also, uh, like ID said, that might be a bit tricky uh, given um, Nottingham Forest is not a top 10. And um, hopefully, we hope we, do, we don't see him back to uh, relegation uh, this season. All right, guys. So um, just before the league kickstart, uh, in a couple of minutes, we'll be having uh, the Community Shield. And uh, just to see a filler for what's going to happen in next season. Um, let's um, take a look at the players uh, this season. Uh, we've seen a couple of preseason friendlies. Uh, we know how the uh, league ended last season. 
for some players it was really really terrible for some it was real good so um looking at looking into the next season across europe across the world not just uh, in england what do you think okay can you give me a list of top five players that are under the most pressure okay. going into the next season that is either the prefer or bust okay yeah yeah so uh, sorry sorry these top five players mm-hmm. um does it necessarily have to be for a particular league or we can just you know business across, across the world anyway across the world okay okay it can be the turkish league top five players <laughs> <Okay. think laughs> <laughs> This okay, is it. They okay. just have to perform. You can drop one. Okay. And, uh, I did drop one. Okay. Like, yeah, let's see. Okay. Okay. Let's make it okay, interesting. So yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so I'll start with uh, if I'm the, the the first one that comes to my mind is Lionel Messi. You know, hundred mm. percent. And um, you know, it was um, as at last season, it was one of the biggest transfer coup last season. You know, and um, on a personal level, I you know, had um, significant expectation for him. And I thought um, he was going to dominate, I mean, sorry, he was going to dominate um, <laughs> the, <Domitilla>. league, <laughs> the, the league in terms of, you know, uh, in terms of goals and assists. But uh, it was surprisingly, you know, gone shy. And um, if I can remember but, correctly. But, but, but he hit the, uh, the post or the bar. The who cares about that? Who cares about that? You know, so he could only, he only, you know, for someone in his, you know, for his standard, he, you know, he scored um, about six goals with 14 assists in the league last season. You know, um, you know, it's not, you know, for some players, they would see it as a very good season, but, you know, not someone in the stature of Messi. And um, in his defence, you know, people, you know, Messi fanatics, you know, they've been coming out to say that, uh, you know, the post breakup he had from Chelsea, I mean, from Barcelona, you know, affected him mentally. But going into, um, you know, this new season, he has no excuses to give. So I expect him to, you know, to, 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 if at all that's the case, you know, I expect him to nip um, the nostalgic thoughts he's still having of Barcelona in the board and focus on Rekunavok in um, the French League. So I would say, and if he doesn't do so well, then, um, you know, is what it is you get so uh, so that wow. is is going to be my first on my list. I'm actually surprised uh, Messi is on this list. Yeah, quite understandable given the reasons uh, you just um, laid out. Uh, but I, I was of, of the opinion that um, it will be under more pressure considering this is a World Cup year. That the French league wouldn't be the source of the pressure, but performing November December. That is where the pressure would come from. Um, this will be his last. Okay, this might be his last World Cup uh, with the Argentinian squad. Um, mm. From what, from the way I see it, uh, this will be where the pressure will come from. Um, with the uh, French league, uh, you can you can eat the post or the bar thirty times and just score two goals. They are probably still going to win the league. Uh, the pressure is going to come. At the World Cup? No, it's never about, um, you know, the uh, like the team, you know, it's more of a personal performance, you know, when it comes to Messi, you know, where you're having um, the likes of um, Benzema, you know, getting over 20-odd goals, Ronaldo, his rival, getting over close to that amount. And, um, you know, seeing him, you know, producing so little, you know, would definitely, um, you know, as sort of to a certain extent, you know, you know, 
that argument of, you know, the Ronaldo, for the fans that are still arguing about that, which I think is really exhausting, you know, uh, the Ronaldo Messi thing, you know, would have, you know, at least something to say about the situation. And, um, you know, I feel like uh, he wouldn't have that because um, he's a very competitive person, you know, knowing Messi and, um, you know, he has, uh, going into the season, he has a chip in his shoulder, on his shoulder because as our last season, we could tell it was clearly Mbappe's team. And um, if Mbappe wasn't really turning up, not they don't win games. And, um, you know, this is a territory I feel Messi isn't familiar with. He's used to being, you know, the author and finisher of everything. And, um, you know, going into this season, I feel like, you know, like I said earlier, he has a chip on his shoulder and he has to, he has to perform. All right, Aidy, do you agree uh, Messi is under a, a lot of pressure or just some pressure to perform this season? Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I think I 100% agree with them, GD. Because everything he said was, was actually spot on, you know, because um, looking at um, what you call it, uh, Messi's standards, you know, coming from, you know, where he's been, getting 40 odd goals every season. You know, it's, it's becoming, it was, it was actually a norm, you know, at Barcelona, which was supposed to be a more difficult league than, than the Ligue 1. So, you know, it's funny that, you know, a league that they called the Farmers League, you know, he expected that, you know, Messi would probably just walk all, walk all over those players and probably score like 60 to 70 goals. But that wasn't the case, you know, like Gidi said, and, you know, not even what Gidi said now, you know, if you look at stats now, you know, Mbappe had... You know, close to 30-35 goals last season in all competitions. And um, it was clearly, it was so clear, you know, that last season was all about Mbappe. That was why PSG fought to the nail to keep him at the club. Because nobody was going to take a chance on him and, and Messi, you know. It wasn't a, going to be a balanced equation. You still need to get that goals because they still don't know what they're going to get from Messi come this season. So, I think I agree with, you know, Gidi's assessment. And I want to say Messi is under a bit of pressure to perform this season. Because if he doesn't turn up, then you know all that money would have would be a waste. And I don't think Messi is um, a money kind of person, even though yes, as a factor. But you know, the personal accolades, you know, and um, and records are what drives, you know, him at the stage of his career because he wants to cement, you know, that legacy. So I think I agree. All right. Looks like you guys so, are all um, messy. What about you, Idi? For me, um, I think my first player would be um, Jadon Sancho, and um, mm, okay. and um, I think my 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 reasons being, you know, Sancho came, you know, Sancho was supposed to be a golden boy that was that would come and solve, you know, our assists and some of our, our goal problems and take you know the weight off, you know, some of those players at United, you know. And um, you know his link up with with Ronaldo and some of those and Bruno Fernandes and Rashford was supposed to you know probably be stuff of legend, but you know that wasn't the case. You know, uh, Sancho scored just three goals last season, and you know I don't think he had up to ten assists. You know, so it was a it was a stop start season for him, as the case may be. So and now that we have a new coach, you know, and from the preceding games we played so far, you know he's come to the plate either by assisting or scoring goals. So I think this season will probably be a defining year for him. You know, as much as this season is a World Cup year, you know, probably I think he also wants to prove a point, you know, that 
you know, coming into the league, you know, as the promised boy, you know, that will save us from our problems, he can actually do it. And I'm looking forward to seeing what he's going to contribute this season. Seeing as we've signed, you know, Ericsson, you know, we still have Bruno Fernandes, and, you know, most likely, you know, the special one too, that's Christian Ronaldo, might stay. So let's see how this season will be. So I think Sancho is my, will, be my, will be my number one on that list. Mm, Sancho, okay. I, I, I honestly didn't see that coming. Well, yeah. fair enough. Give it um, a point. Uh, you just laid out um, huge transfer fee, yeah. and yeah, we thought it was going to be, yeah, stuff that season. Ujide, do you agree with that? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, to be fair, I, I, I do. You know, upon um, reflection, you know, when Idi was, you know, making his points um, across, yeah, it actually is because um, he. He was what he was actually famous for, you know, the assist and, you know, his um, goal involvement, you know, really, really dried up last season. We didn't even see. He was like a shadow of himself. We didn't understand what was going on. The, and, the United uh, team was a shadow of itself. <laughs> so, so I guess that, that, that affected him too. But then again, you know, with the kind of money, you know, as they say, if much given, you know, much is expected. So with... The outlay that was spent on him and the, 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 uh, his current wage, you know, you expect him to be giving, to be doing a lot more, you know, than um, that, than his current output. So, you know, hopefully he's going to be able to remedy that this coming season. And um, going into, if uh, my second option would definitely, you know, still in Manchester United would be Rashford. Um, okay. Personally, um, I really personally, you know, you know, no bullshit. You know, I rate, um, <laughs> uh, I rate Rashford highly. Personally, you know, I think he's, he's one of the players I personally like, and um, maybe the, his directness um, is, um, you know, he was very aggressive in play, and he was a good. He could really strike a ball from, you know, an incredible distance, and um, I like that about him. And um, but um, lately, you know, like I said in our previous um, uh, sessions, you know, during the podcast, he needs to be able to decide if he wants to become a philanthropist or a footballer, you know, uh, because um, what uh, his performance last season was really, really, really terrible. You know, it was not even close to his standard. You know, what we know he could actually bring to the table. And um, he needs to be able to sit tight on this one. And um, also, you know, yeah, we can say like, you know, United, you know, they had an underwhelming season and some players were rightfully pointing fingers. Players like Digger, you know, with his tweets, you could tell he was pointing fingers at, you know, quite a few players, you know. And um, and I think one of those players that needed to be given an earful should be Rashford. He was that bad. And, um, you know, it, it felt like, you know, as a last season, it felt like a super villain, you know, absorbed all his powers. And because uh, <laughs> he looked, he looked very, very lost. And um, going into the season, you know how we're in that microwave generation where you know f- football fans they want to. It's, it's all about what have you done, for, what you have done for me lately. And um, you know, Rashford and it feels like you know the patience uh, um, from United fans is, is starting to be fleeting. You know, and um, with um, at Ten Hag, of course, at the helm, you know, he's going to want to give him, you know, probably one more season to rediscover his form and if he doesn't turn up I see him getting sold next summer and also the status of his contract I think he has oh, uh, yeah. two years this is, old this is okay. a, a renewal year so this oh, is a contract year yeah. so, so yeah I, this is why I agree that Rashford definitely is on the list so, considering what we've remote, we have been remote that um, he is demanding mm-hmm. because yeah, I, yeah I, I don't think I don't think United would fall into that trap of, of offering um, a huge wage and a year down the line we are looking honestly, for coming, around for you co- yeah. coming from an Arsenal fan I have to take it from me it doesn't make any sense 
you know, even uh, if he comes all guns blazing, you understand, um, you still have to be able to, like, you don't give him everything he needs because uh, we've seen the likes of Ozil, you know, one year left, they'll give everything they have, you know, to get that contract. Once they've gotten the contract, they relax again. You know, so it's 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 a very dicey situation anyway. So um, thank God I'm not the one making these decisions. You know, so all I just want to see is good football. <laughs> you know, so so we'll leave that at that. So I think uh, it's on my list. Uh, that I I actually agree. Uh, Rashford one is his place in the England squad is in danger heading into the World Cup. This is a contract. Uh, this is a contract year, and. Um, he really needs to stake a, a spot, uh, stake his claim for a spot on that United team. Considering mm-hmm. uh, we have, um, it doesn't really have, we doesn't really have competition. If you're being um, honest, but if the likes of Elanga uh, actually mm-hmm. improve and mm-hmm. uh, take his place, then that's all. So if, uh, if, the the over three hundred thousand or two fifty thousand is asking wages. Nobody's going to pay that if of course. you can't if you can't even um, bench Elanga. Right, and, 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 and and if um, we are taking you know the rumors seriously, it feels like uh, Ten Hag really really values um, Anthony. And, Anthony. And yeah. if he doesn't really come up with the goods, there's a probability you know. Manchester United, maybe this season or the next season, will definitely be getting him. And um, um, Ajax, they've they've put a you know 70, 60 to 70 million bounty on him. And I don't think you know with the kind of hard work and you know everything that you're going to put into bringing the guy to the carpet, you know um, you will not let him sit on the bench for Rashford. I don't think that would happen. So he needs to be able to he needs to turn up this coming season. He doesn't have a yeah. choice. You, even more so, you know, with the game that we played today, I think, um, you know, if the rumours are true, you know, Manchester United might go all out, you know, to get at least two to three more players in, you know, before the end of the transfer window. I'm hearing they're going after um, Sesco, you know, the young man from Salzburg, you know, Anthony, and then and one other player. That guy, so, that guy's a problem. That guy's a problem. That's a good, that's a good find. So, but, let's, let's, but, but, let's but, see... I, I really don't. I really don't see the hype uh, behind the Tesco, especially with the prices being thrown around. It's, it's good. He's a young guy now. He's a young guy, but he's not. He's not 50 million good. A Haaland region, you know. If you if you if you get him for that sum and he turns up, believe me, believe me, you know that guy is 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 is, is got the stuff. Alan is less than 70 million. Uh, way less than 70 million. But you have to look at the whole. You have to look at the whole financial package. Who do you blame for that? You blame the club now. No, 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 no. Exactly. Contract is a release clause and fine. But Alan is is a proven striker. Um, Well, in in a top league. Speaking about speaking about Alan, that would be that would be my number two player on the list. Okay. That's yes, and but, um, you know, I did, if you don't mind, um, because you were you were making a point before, you know, can you finish that up? Because she said they wanted to get um three players, so I'm just interested to know who those options are, if you don't mind. Yes, let's go. Okay. Um, Anthony. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Then um, another uh, right back. You know, I'm still not sure about the name right now, but I'll confirm okay. that before okay. this before the shoot, um podcast ends. Okay. So, uh, like I was saying, my second player would be Haaland. And um, you know everybody knows what Holland is about. Yes. You know, there's so much 
There's so much hype around, around the man, you know, even though the Masti, you know, was a steal for them, relatively. Looking at the outputs, you know, and the kind of player he's right now, that should be like a 120, 150 million pound player. But, you know, they got him on a cheap. But the reason why he's my number two player is, you know, with all that um, hype around him comes a lot of responsibility and, you know, the, how do I put it, the expectation that he has to deliver from the from the get-go, you know, and I, I hope he doesn't crumble under that pressure, even though that guy is a very confident guy. You know, he didn't have a very all-round good season last um, season because he, he had a lot of injuries that hampered, you know, his time on the pitch. But even with that, you know, Haaland scored... Um, 29 goals in you know 30 appearances had 22 goals in the, in the Bundesliga, so you know that kind of player you know that you know is a go a goal every game kind of ratio you know coming into the league where he has um, players like um, De Bruyne, uh, Mares, um, Jack Grealish you know behind you you know. Add add Jack Grealish added Jack Grealish into that list. This guy should be the starting point for you. So, you know, I just, I just hope with all that, with all that productivity, you know, behind him, you know, he gets to score those goals, you know, because the English league is so brutal, you know, two but, games but in, two, game, two games in, he play like Haaland and he not scored one goal, you know, a lot of doubt starts being called and I know the English press would want to feed on that guy, you know, and try to dampen his confidence, but you know, so he would be You'll be my number two anyway. But this is this is one name I actually disagree. Um, I disagree on um, Alan because okay. I feel if there's anybody on that Man City team under the most pressure this is going into this season, that would be Jack Grealish, the hundred million um, pound guy that was in and out of the team um, last season. Just like um, Jaden Sancho, where was very was very inconsistent. Now with the departure of Brian Sterling, freeing up an extra space up front, I think he's the one under most pressure in Man City, not even um, Alan, because we know we know Man City with or without Alan, they will still score their goals, whether we like it or not. They play without a, uh, a recognized um, striker last season. For the past, okay, since uh, for almost two seasons, because uh, Aguero's last season he was in and out due to injury and all. So whether we like it or not, the team is still going to eat. They're still going to score. So which uh, puts less pressure on Ireland? If at all, in my opinion, now yeah, if at all there's anyone under the most pressure in that team, it's probably a make or break uh, season. Would be Jack Grealish. Last season could have been chalked up as a new environment settling into Pep Guardiola. Uh, system, but this season is a uh, second season. I think this is the season he needs to uh, put down, uh, roll up his socks, and actually play. Because we know this is Man City. You don't play. They open the check, get a, another player that plays in your position. So that's just my opinion on uh, Alan. I think no, he's I, under I, no pressure I agree at with all. You. I agree with you, GD. Uh, sorry, John. I agree with you. Um, but you know the thing about it is. You know, it's very easy. Um, it's very easy, you know, to to fly under the radar exactly. in a club like Manchester City when not so much is expected from you. You know, I don't think 
Pep Guardiola signed um, Jack Grealish to come and score 60 goals or even 20 goals. Yeah, pretty much. I don't but think that's why he's him. You know, yeah, you know, yeah, probably you say the assist, you know, but the way they play, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of, if you look at Man City, really, really, really look at Man City from, from the past three seasons, you know, most of, you know, the, the point guy is still Kevin De Bruyne. A lot of yep. the play runs through him. He's a playmaker. Yeah. You know, the final ball, if you go and watch most of their games, the final ball, you know, before the, um, the uh, what you, before um, David Silva left, he used to alternate, you know, between him and Silva. You know, I'm sure that's why when Silva left, you know, because he felt they had a, a vibrant replacement. You know, if you look at most of their games, the final, but that's why you see someone like De Bruyne having 17 to 20 assists in a season. Mm-hmm. You know, because he's still the guy that the ball runs through. He's like the, he's like the glue that keeps it's that team point. together. So, and another factor is, you know, Jack Grealish is an English boy. Jadon Sancho is also an English boy. But I know I don't want to go into that element or that yeah, uh, yeah. dynamic <laughs> that I don't want to bring up here now. Yeah. You know, so it will scatter the podcast. But you understand where I'm trying to go. Yeah. You know, I don't want to I don't want to hit Daniel on the head. But you know, if you know, if you're in the spirit with me, so you know already. So even though he's under pressure, and the pressure will probably be from himself if he's mm-hmm. being honest. He's a hundred million pounds player for crying out loud. You know, and you know, there was so much you know, there was so much hype around. It's just like um um the way the hype was around Declan Rice, you know. But we can actually see that Declan Rice he's that player. If any club that gets Declan Rice for hundred million pounds now, even though you know that player, the even though even though you know that price is high, but you still know that this guy wasn't signed to score goals, he's a midfield um uncle man. You know that occasionally gets goals and assists. So those goals, you know, probably just matter. But for 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 Jack Grealish, you know, if he's been honest with himself, you know, looking at the way he was, you know, he should at least try to bring something to the table. But you know, the difference will now be at Aston Villa, he was the guy. Yeah. Everything runs through him. Everything passed through him. You no, know, the way Man City is, you can't hug you can't hug the ball. You know, at some point when he was hugging the ball, you know, trying to get fouls and all that. Pep young team off. You don't come here to do that. That's not why we bought you. You know, make the game easy. Keep the ball. Pass the ball. Make assists. You know, link up play. You know, Move press on all that dynamics that Pep, Pep likes to do. So, you know, I, I wouldn't say he's under that much pressure because, like you said, you know, if he doesn't play to, to their expectations, you know, they, they whip out that one billion pound check and, you know, sign... Sign the sign another player and move on. That's just the way they are. So, you know, while I agree that he has his own pressure to perform this season, I don't think um you know the pressure is not that is not all that much, you know, compared to you know compared to an Atlanta that the whole world is looking at. Even me, as a Manchester United fan, that I'm, I'm supposed to be opposition, you know, I want that guy to do well, you know, and that's that's saying a lot. So that's just what it is, anyway, in my opinion, anyway. It is. Gide, who's your next player? All right. So um so we have um ID down. I think Julia has gone Julia has gone with um um two players now, you know. Uh, All right. So, can can we have a number 3 and number 4? 
You know, ID. Let's just go down through your list first, then we'll get back to Jude. Jude's okay. list. Uh, so, um, my number three is um. I said uh, Pogba was going to be my number three. Okay, okay. And um, Lukaku will be my number four, and I would say uh, um, probably Darwin Nunez. Um, but now that Pogba is now out for the season. Exactly. I was just going to say that. So I think you probably just need to, to change. He's out for the season, I see. <laughs> yeah, he's out for the season. He okay, might probably okay. will miss, miss the World Cup anyway. Oh, okay. Unfortunate. That's unfortunate. Okay, uh, I, was, sorry, I was about, I was about to lay it. On a lighter note, you know, I'm trying to say this, but, you know, I, nobody wants to see, you know, any star go down, you know. Yeah. But in Pogba's case, you know, I just feel that the goal of Manchester United, you know, has vindicated us. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, it will be back and better. So, did you just um, switch? Switch? You can change um, your. Because uh, <laughs> I can't really think of anybody. Yeah, right maybe, maybe, maybe uh, Lukaku. Darwin Nunes and uh, Lukaku. Yeah, yeah, for for, for Darren Nunes, yes, that I agree with. Like, uh, well, I, I, do, I don't really agree, but I will also agree. That, that, that's that's not your from. concern, to be honest, because it's my opinion <laughs> at the end of the day. <laughs> that's what I can think of. <laughs> so, so Luka, I feel Lukaku will be will be high there on my list, you know, because right. I feel like, um, you know, it is. Um, Lukaku, uh, not really. Oh yeah. No, I think I think it's um, I think it's been thrown off. Yeah. So I just I just let me just keep running through my to get him back. Yeah. Um, yeah. for me I'll go on the home front now and I'll quickly just run through it because of time. Um, mine will be number three will be Victor Simen. Um, number three why I'm choosing Victor Simen is because Victor Simen had, um, you know, if he sort of breakout season last last year. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to him extending, you know, the goal ratio next season and increasing the goal tally. Um, probably score 15 to 17, 20 goals next season or more in all competitions. And that will be seen as a fantastic season, you know, and make a good transition for when eventually signs for a bigger club in either England or, or Spain. Um, so uh, my number four. My number four is actually a very, very funny choice uh, because not so many people would um, go for a defender. So I think my number three choice, my number four choice, sorry, would be Harry Maguire. At last! At last! Hello? Harry Maguire. Harry Maguire. Harry Maguire is only that. Under a lot of pressure to deliver next season, and uh, the only Maguire. reason why Harry Maguire got, you know, out of um, um, how the only reason why he escaped last season was because number one, he's um, a favoured guy in England, and um, you know the coach sort of, you know, likes him, you know that's great Southgate now, so. Um, he he kind of escaped under the radar, but you know, Harry Maguire was a calamity last season. I I don't think there's any other word I can use to you know qualify or justify the kind of season he had last season. It was a disaster, you know. He was he was he was all over the place. It was a shambolic, you know, and disgraceful season. And um, I think 
he himself needs he needs to have a retrospect now and look inwards and say, you know, I you know I caused a lot of the rubbish and issues Manchester United had last season. That was the first time in my life that I've ever experienced Manchester United having a goal difference of zero, whereby you know the goals cancelled out, the goals conceded. So he is under a lot of pressure to do well this season because if he doesn't do well, the new coach will boot him out. And he probably missed the World Cup, you know, because he won't get picked on Mary this time. So that's my number. I did. I yeah. did. I can I can assure you that Southgate would pick him no matter how shambolic he he, he is next to me. I can and, say and that, that, would, that would be shameful if other people have better season than he does, if they eventually pick him for the World Cup. Um so my final pick, um I wouldn't a lot of people might disagree with this. Um I'm not going to say um, this guy is under pressure because he's a winner and he's a, he's he's um how do I put it he has a pedigree you know of of being a team player but I'm picking him because I actually want him to do well and he's found himself in a new location and country uh, my final pick will be Sadio Mane um the reason why I'm going mm. with Sadio Mane is because Sadio Mane has huge boost to feel most especially now that Lewandowski is no longer with Bayern Munich. And um, a lot of the goal load will be put on Serimani and um, Thomas Muller next season. That's if Bayern Munich do eventually sign a striker before the season starts next week. Um, Mani just won the African um, Player of the Year. So, you know, there's a lot of um, expectation, you know, from him. And he's, um, in a way, been under Mo Salah's shadow. Um, at Liverpool, even though he had a better season than Mosala, in my opinion, last season. So um, I'm looking forward to him doing well. Um, this is not really bad pressure. I'll say good pressure because I know he's going to deliver, and I'll be looking forward to seeing him scoring at least um, 40 to 45 goals in all competitions next next year. Uh-uh. Wait, I <laughs> no, 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 no. This, 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 this one. This one, I, I 100% disagree with. <laughs> I 100% disagree with it. The money on the list. That's a lot of goals. Do you want? Do you want? You know, uh, after this um, podcast, we'll have a side bet on how many goals money will score next season. Right, if he that. scores lesser than 40, then you know we'll agree on the price. If he scores more, then you have to pay me. No, Allah. No, Allah. I'm, I'm, I'm done with that. As long as the bet is in Naira. So by that time, you know. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? No problem. All right. So uh, that uh, money, my money take, and uh, I did that one. Just like you said, that we would not, we, we might not agree. Yet. We, de- I definitely did not agree because too many reasons. But we'll, we'll leave that until later. We'll bet. We'll have our bet. So, Jiri. Mm. Round up on your list. Uh, are you well, I'll just make it. Or, yeah, I'll make it. Yeah, I'll just. Like yeah, I'll make it brief. You know, yeah, because of the time, so we can leave Pogba. Let's leave him in there. So uh, on my fourth, I'm going to add um, Lukaku to the list because um, I feel like, uh, you know, I have to honestly, his second coming, you know, I have to say is one of the top five most, you know, high-profile catastrophe signings I have ever experienced. But, you know, um, it was really that bad. You know, uh, you know, there were so many things wrong about this deal, you know, uh, apart from, you know, first off, you know, it was signed for, I think, record um, of um, 97 million pounds. 
and um, he couldn't hit double figures in the Premier League. And um, that that's even not the issue. You know what really you know um, you know spinned my mind was I don't know if you can if you guys can remember the mid um, season interview he gave where uh, with, with he Sky, was Sky Italia, yeah? yeah where he was reaffirming his love he had for Inter Milan despite while playing for Chelsea. You know like it's what an insult. That that is to be honest, and um, no, you know, that was that was that was not the insulting part. The insulting part was when he talked about the coaches' um, tactics and how he doesn't suit his style. And that was that was totally unnecessary. Moment. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was it was too much. And anyway, uh, you know, to to keep it simple, um, I'm glad he's uh, back with um, the club he loves. You know, Inter walked through bricks to get him, so it's only right for him to you know repay their faith. By, um, walk through bricks. For but no, in terms of you know, because you know those Italian clubs, they don't have money; they are broke, you know. And because apart from that, they have to carry you know at least a. I, we understood that it took a, I think, twenty percent on wage cut, but his wage is still a lot of money, you know. And for them to be like, okay, they're going to take it on, despite I don't think it's actually necessary because they've gotten Edin Dzeko and they have a Martinez, you know, already at the helm, so they don't necessarily need him. But they had to like, okay, they were loyal to him. And they felt like, okay, you know what, let's bring him over, you know. And um, for his sake, I feel he needs to turn up for Inter because Chelsea fans will be settling around like vultures, you know. So they are waiting. <coughs> they are waiting. <laughs> so they are waiting for him to to misfire, you know, so they can pounce on him. So for his sake, I would say he has to. He needs to. He needs to get. He needs to start getting those goals. He needs to start scoring. And um, Darwin Nunez, of course. Um, Darwin Nunez for me. You know, um, you know, is someone I have a bit of, you know, I've, I've sort of liked him, you know, probably based on, you know, that is, uh, you know, I've always enjoyed those um, Cinderella kind of runs. You know, he played for Ameria, they relegated, you know, they signed him for, I think, their high profile signing at the time. He was all over the place. He was playing nonsense. And um, they had to, he had to reinvent himself at Benfica. And um, as a last season, he got about back then 26 goals. And, uh, you know, um, that performance actually brought, um, you know, uh, his, uh, his milkshake actually brought Liverpool to the yard. And um, they, they they had interest in him. They invested over 85, a uh, record of 85 million pounds, you know, to get the guy over. And, um and right now, you know, with the few that we've been able to see, you know, I feel like the media and the fans are starting to lay onto him, you know, when it comes to his first touch. And even um, the, 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 um, the, this um, info beast of information has actually gone to, you know, to even Klopp. You get so the, even Klopp is starting to feel a bit of pressure because, uh, you know, he's been on the defensive when he's having to, you know, to respond to these questions. And, um, you know, and I can't imagine what Darwin Nunez will be feeling. And, um, of course, he's coming to a different kind of league where, you know, everything has to work for you. You need, um, you know, the team to play for you. And um, how is he going to actually adjust with, um, you know, he, has, he needs to understand that, you know, Salah is the, is the, is the you know, is the captain oh. here. You know, it has to be Salah. So how is it going to happen? Like who is going to be taking the penalty duties and all of those things? So that's quite a lot of pressure because if his numbers doesn't really, um, if his numbers are not so great, you know, um, people will start to, they are starting already to lay into him already. And but, um, so uh, I was, okay. Yeah, yeah, well, yes, uh, no, yeah, 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 yeah. And, well, and for good reason. For good reason too. That guy can't control it. Can't control the Honestly, honestly, I don't, I don't think, I don't think uh, Nunez is under much pressure. I'd honestly, you know, because you know, with the, with the kind of transfer, whether you, you like it or not, whether you like it or not, Salah, like just like you said, Salah is the main man. 
Salah is the man. Yeah, definitely. We, 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 expect, man. we expect Salah to score at least 30 goals this season. We don't yeah, expect nah. that from the no, unless, unless we are just... Sorry, Juan. Um, yeah? You uh, can't spend uh, 85 million on a player not on the so much on him. That's well, the you saw my, okay. Wait, you saw my tweets about Darwin Nunez now recently. Yeah, 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 I saw it. I saw it. Yeah. But on, 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 <laughs> what was the tweet about? What was I'd like to know. In world football, did In world football, how many players score up to 30 goals this season? No, they're, 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 I can count them with, Levy, uh, with one hand. You Levy, know, at the moment, Benzema, I can count them with one hand. Uh, but then Bala. again... Yeah, well, I'm, I'm not saying you suspect it, it would score 10 goals and 5 as it and it would be okay. No. But I'm saying we are not expecting him to score 30 goals. Yeah, even at uh, that, you don't... Because you don't, based on, you know, quite a lot of... I've seen so many fail comps of... And uh, it, it's club. You know, club doesn't rush... Russian players, no matter how much he buys them, he would is them. Plus, he has the like of um, Diaz, um, Jota, Firmino mm. is still there. Don't forget, Firmino is still alive. Firmino, Firmino, are... Firmino. Yeah, he, he's still he's still very much there. But you know, so he's at the... I, I see I see club easing him in into it. Once, well, what I've seen so far, this guy's a volume striker. When yeah. when he gets going, he really gets going. So yeah. And, we'll see um, January, though. Yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, regardless of how, you know, we want to spin this, you know, 85 million was what was spent on him and his job is to put in balls at the back of the net. And um, when he's not doing this, that's the pressure on his own, you know, for a striker. If a striker doesn't score goals, you know, what exactly is it, you know? So that this, this it's enough pressure on its own. And, um, you know, having to come to, you know, a different kind of, you know, league, you know, um, it's a pressure on his own for him to acclimatize and all of that. And like you said, hopefully, you know, um, they are not going to put him in the firing line and um, they'll just ease him into it. But, um, you know, it's it's one I, like I said earlier, I, I kind of, I, I like him. But um, at that, it's definitely on my list as, um, you know, because if he doesn't really perform, you know, his talk will definitely, it, it may go through, there's a probability that, that he may really do so well, but and also, it may go through the route of um, the likes of Veronen and Andy Carroll, you know, ah, that they spent, I don't, I don't that they spent that so much money into and um, they were all over the place. So, so it remains to be seen what's going to happen anyway. Okay, no, the, no problem. Uh, all good, all good. So, uh, we've talked about players that will be under most pressure. And uh, just a quick one, um, GD and ID, um, who is the player? Can you tell me that one player? That you think this is going to be this season for him? That he's going to have a wonderful season. Oh, okay. Um, okay. If I don't that, that's in all clear. leagues, in all leagues, or yeah, all uh, leagues, all leagues. Everybody, everybody starting on on Friday. That's, that's, Friday. that's a tough one. Uh, honestly, <laughs> I have to go quickly uh, because of the time. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'll just go with the player I've always loved. You know, even though I don't like the club. Um, that would be Lewandowski. Um, I feel Lewandowski is going to have a very fantastic season. I was, I was. Um, you know, he's, um, he's going to be a, a straight, straight up battle between him and um, Benzema. You know, for Carry the, the dream. Yeah. So, for, so, so what's going to happen to Aubameyang yeah, now? For the Pichichi. In, um, in the <laughs> so, you know, so um, I, I just... I just I just want him to do well, you know. So I, I feel he's going to have a, break, a very wonderful season in, in, in the Spanish league. Yeah, I I, I I have to agree with you because initially, off the top of my head, it was the one I was actually, you know, looking to go with. But um, if I'm to pick anyone, um, I would maybe an impulse kind of, I would have to go with maybe Gabriel Jesus. I think mm. he's going to have, um, 
I, I'm not by you know <laughs> by phenomenal season. I'm not saying he's going to come out here and score like 50 goals and all of that. But in terms of Hopefully you know what he does, FBL, he does. <laughs> in terms of what he what he like what he brings to the team, the aggression, the progression, and you know, and in terms of their fluidity, you know, we've been craving for you know a striker that can actually that can play the modern way. You know, we had Aubameyang uh, that was good running behind players, but his, you know, controls on the ball was awful. And um, Lacazette was good with his back to go. But when it comes to running behind and, you know, all those finding finding uh, his position, he didn't have that. But we have a player that can actually, you know, to a certain extent, do those, um, play those roles really well. So it gives um, the manager more room to be able to like, okay, to play him in several positions and to do so many things with him tactically. So um, so that's why I feel like um, it's going to give us that breath of, um, you know, fresh air. That is going to ease off um, a lot of pressure from the likes of Saka and, um, and, it's only good, and with that, it's going to board well for us this season. So I feel like, um, you know, it's, uh, it's going to be my choice on that one for that reason. Fluidity. So, so, um, if I'm to ask, uh, GD, yeah, you know, uh, based on your choice, yeah, um, you know, like I said, I, you know, I went with Lewandowski, and we all yeah. know what Lewandowski is about, you know, goals, 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 goals. So, <laughs> so, in your opinion, uh, yeah. Gabriel, Jesus, uh, what would you say? Um, what would you classify or what would you call a successful season for him in terms um, of in terms of numbers. Okay, okay. Going by his track record, you know, um, I've seen that you know he hasn't um, when it comes to getting those double digits, he hasn't been the most consistent. In his first two seasons, he he, he turned up, you know, scoring about I think uh, over twenty something goals, twenty eight goals, twenty something goals, twenty one goals, and after that everything fizzled out. And that's me saying this is playing for you know the most creative side in probably in the whole Europe, in whole of Europe, and uh, he's been able to. And as a last season, he could only muster about eleven goals, I believe. So um, if he can get us uh, maybe in the Premier League, is what I'm saying. If he can get us over you know maybe 16 goals you know i would say it's a it's a good season for him that's fair at least it's a very good start yes that's that's the, 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 the only trepidation i have about uh, the uh issues um, deal is similar to what i had uh uh with um message Ozil when he came he was coming from a team where he was assisting perhaps the greatest finisher and also Iguain and benzema so a team where he was behind um not not a knock on the likes of Giro and Co, but there's a golfing class. And so same same with um Gabriel Jesus is coming from a team where he had the likes of Kevin De Bruyne, Mares, and um the Silvers uh, behind him to a team where he has yeah quite good um backup in um Odegaard and Co, but. Would both agree they are not on the same level? Not on the level, K- of course not. KDB. By so, a country mile, <laughs> it's and, not even close. And it will really need to be really, really, just like you said, it will really need to be deadly in finishing because you won't have um, ten chances a game, especially against uh, the top opposition. His chances will be his chances will be up, and he really needs to make good use of um, every chance he gets. But fingers crossed. Uh, yeah, I actually hope he, he actually like. It's the ground running and um, yeah, for the sake of our FPL, uh, <laughs> uh, it's a very long, uh, uh, very necessary. Very necessary. All right, guys, and um, so 
just a quick one. Uh, we'll talk about this more uh, next week, uh, but let's just looking at um, a few days before uh, this season kicks off, just a few days actually, uh, five days to go. And uh, we do this every season. We'll talk about just the, uh, the relegation guys today. And we'll just, we'll, we'll, we'll just, we'll just know. We'll, we would, we would link to them. Out. Let's we'll talk about that next week. We'll just talk about them. We'll just list them out. Okay, uh, list. Okay, today. that works. Okay, and okay. Next, next week, uh, when um, Larry is around, and we'll talk about why this, the teams you mentioned. Yeah, you, you can change your mind by next week. Depending, <laughs> okay, on, okay. depending on what happens on Friday and Saturday. Okay. Yeah. So just, uh, let's start with ID. Just list them out. Your team, your, okay, top, um, your relegation candidates. Relegation candidates? Mm-hmm. Just relegation candidates, yeah. Okay, relegation candidates. Okay, um, uh, as um, number, the last person, 20. <laughs> Brentford. Okay. okay. Oh, okay. Brentford. Okay. Um... As sad as this might, um, you know. No, 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 we no, no problem. Just okay. Um, we talk about why. Brentford, Brentford, um, Nottingham Forest, and Fulham. Okay. Okay. Did okay. it? Okay. Yeah, I would go with um, you know, Fulham. I see them as a, a Norwich version that with a different jersey. You know, that's just who, who they are. They are good at relegating, so I don't see them beating the drop this time. And um, 19 uh, position will be. Uh, I would have to go with um, Bournemouth. I see them getting, you know, Parker does it. I don't think, they, they haven't really done quite a lot of investments here, so they are getting up. Then um, I would say maybe Everton. I'm not impressed with the with what they've done in the market, and um, I feel like there's a probability they may, you know, relegate. But then again, then again, I can change my mind next week. So, but those are my options. I mean, I'm de- I, I definitely have Everton on, on my list. Everton. For... <laughs> 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 Come on, those guys got beat by people that call football, soccer. Come on. <laughs> what does ordinary beat? Seriously beaten. Nah, yeah, but but, but you've won, you won two games on the bounce now. Against um, League 4. Then I'm okay, Evan. One of that, you know, I think. Uh, that was yesterday. It was, uh, I don't know. They, uh, they are still suffering from uh, the crisis going on back home. So, uh, they've lost quite some, quite some players. But losing to Minnesota Timberwolves. They are definitely relegated for discretion. <laughs> <laughs> for discretion. They are definitely relegated. <laughs> then, then I can throw uh, Fulham into the uh, into the park, and then yeah, maybe Brentford. But uh, we'll, we'll go into details uh, about that later. All right, guys. So it's been fun uh, today, and uh, wish you all a wonderful weekend. And as we about to watch uh, the Community Shield uh, kick off in a couple of minutes. Yes, All right, guys, so you can catch this on Apple Podcast. And uh, going forward, as the season starts, we promise to, you know, be in your ears every week. Uh, Apple Podcast, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast from, we'll be there. All right. So have a splendid weekend. Adios, everybody. Yeah, bye, everyone. Bye.